I will unbolt to you. You see how all conditions, how all minds, as well of glib and slippery creatures as of grave and austere quality, tender down their services to Lord Timon. His large fortune upon his good and gracious nature hanging subdues and properties to his love and tendance all sorts of hearts. Yea, from the glass-faced flatterer to Apamantus, that few things loves better than to abhor himself, even he drops down the knee before him and returns in peace most rich in Timon's nod. I saw them speak together. Sir, I have, upon a high and pleasant hill, feigned fortune to be throned. The base of the mount is ranked with all deserts, all kind of natures that labour on the bosom of this sphere to propagate their states. Amongst them all, whose eyes are on this sovereign lady fixed, one do I personate of Lord Timon's frame, whom fortune with her ivory hand wafts to her whose present grace to present slaves and servants translates his rival. Tis conceived a scope. This throne, this fortune, and this hill, methinks, with one man beckoned from the rest below, bowing his head against the steepy mount to climb his happiness, would be well expressed in our condition. Yeah, nay, sir, but hear me on. All those which were his fellows but of late, some better than his value, on the moment follow his strides. His lobbies fill with tendons. Rain sacrificial whisperings in his ear, make sacred even his stirrup, and through him drink the free air. Aye, Mary, what of this? When fortune, in her shift and change of mood, spurns down her late beloved, all his dependents, which laboured after him to the mountain's top, even on their knees and hands, let him slip down, not one accompanying his declining foot. Tis common. A thousand moral paintings I can show that shall demonstrate these quick blows of fortunes more pregnantly than words. Yet you do well to show Lord Timon that mean eyes have seen the foot above the head. Imprisoned, is he, say you? Aye, my good lord, five talents is his debt, his means most short, his creditors most straight. Your honourable letter he desires to those have shut him up, which failing, periods his comfort. Noble Ventidius, well, I am not of that feather to shake off my friend when he most needs me. I do know him a gentleman that well deserves a help, which he shall have. I'll pay the debt and free him. Your lordship ever binds him. Commend me to him. I will send his ransom, and being enfranchised, bid him come to me. Tis not enough to help the feeble up, but to support him after. Fare you well. All happiness to your honour. Lord Timon, hear me speak. Freely, good father. Thou hast a servant named Lucilius. I have so. What of him? Most noble Timon, call the man before thee. Attends he here, or no? Lucilius? Here at your lordship's service. Now this fellow here, Lord Timon, this thy creature, by night frequents my house. I am a man that from my first have been inclined to thrift, and my estate deserves an heir more raised than one which holds a trencher. Well, what further? One only daughter have I, no kin else, on whom I may confer what I have got. The maid is fair, though the youngest for a bride, and I have bred her at my dearest cost in qualities of the best. This man of thine attempts her love. I prithee, noble lord, join with me to forbid him her resort. Myself have spoke in vain. The man is honest. Therefore he will be, Timon. His honesty rewards him in itself. It must not bear my daughter. 
Does she love him? She is young and apt. Our own precedent passions do instruct us what levity is in youth. Love you, the maid? Aye, my good lord, and she accepts of it. If, in her marriage, my consent be missing, I call the gods to witness I will choose mine heir from forth the beggars of the world and dispossess her all. How shall she be endowed if she be mated with an equal husband? Three talents on the present. In the future, all. This gentleman of mine hath served me long. To build his fortune, I will strain a little, for tis a bond in men. Give him thy daughter. What you bestow, in him I'll counterpoise, and make him weigh with her. Most noble lord, pour me to this your honour. She is his. My hand to thee, mine honour on my promise. Humbly I thank your lordship. Never may that state...